Welcome to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. I'm Cheryl McGee Wallace, Special Advisor to iRelaunch and your host today. Today we welcome Elizabeth Marcus, Director of the Johnson & Johnson Reignite Return to Work Program. It's a 16-week paid program for returning professionals at J&J. Reignite piloted in 2017 as part of the Society of Women Engineers I Relaunch STEM Reentry Task Force. After a successful pilot, with 100% of the participants converting to full-time hires, Liz was brought on board from the supply chain side of J&J to direct the expansion of Reignite company-wide. The expansion so far has been international, domestic, and mostly in technical roles. As part of our Recruiting Focus mini-series, we're going to be concentrating primarily on the recruiting process. Hi, Liz. Welcome to 321i Relaunch. We're so pleased to have you here today. Hi, Cheryl. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me today. Before we begin, can you briefly tell us a bit about Johnson & Johnson, the Reignite role, and your mandate as program director? So as the largest, most diverse, broadly-based healthcare organization in the world, Johnson & Johnson is a company that's guided, first and foremost, by our credo whose employees are the heart, mind, and soul of our company. We're committed to helping employees, families, and communities live well across their whole lives, spiritual, mental, physical, and financial, enabling an engaged, purpose-driven workforce that improves health for humanity. What I really love about J&J is that sentence that I just said is not just words on a paper. It is something I have lived and breathed for the last 11 years here at J&J across a variety of different functions and opportunities here in our organization. And what I'm thrilled to do today is talk to you not only about Reignite and the program that we've created to help individuals come back to the workforce after a career break, but really talk about the impact this organization has made on me both professionally and personally. Ideally, you want to work at an employer that allows you to bring your whole self to work. J&J is such an employer. What questions can a relauncher ask in the interview to help them determine this for themselves? I think that's a great question, and I really do want to caveat a lot of my answers that relaunchers in their recruiting process are extremely similar to anyone recruiting into an organization like J&J. I know that there are nuances and there are different stories to be told, but I've worked across the gamut with lots of individuals coming into our organization, and I feel that no matter what, the first and foremost is understanding if this organization is the right fit for you. I always encourage individuals to ask questions at the end, to ask about the culture, to ask about scenarios that are important to you. For example, if travel is important to you, that you do want to travel or you don't want to travel, don't be afraid to ask that question in the interview because you want to have a clear picture in advance of that discussion, in advance of the next steps before you really make a decision. And so no matter what, at the end of the opportunity, ask questions for that interviewer. Liz, you do a lot of mentoring of entry-level employees. Could you tell us some of the mentoring advice you give them that is also applicable to relaunchers, especially at the interview stage? Absolutely. And so when we talk about Reignite and we talk about the opportunity that this program offers individuals, I think that those opportunities are great and really apply to anyone, again, uh, as we look at the mentoring stage. 
And so when you think about that interview process, you think about doing your research, being prepared for questions. I would say absolutely make sure you talk about things in the situation, task, action, result format, which we so lovingly call as STAR, and really talk about your experiences during your career break. We understand and acknowledge that your career break was not just a time for you to step out of the workforce and not achieve goals and uh, successes. So highlight those. You don't have to necessarily highlight all of your experiences that were quote unquote paid work experiences. And I tell that a lot to the individuals that I mentor that don't have paid work experiences. Leverage your volunteer activity, your involvement in uh, programs like the swim team board of directors or the PTO or your time when you were volunteering and you were leading a project in Africa, just as a few examples. Could you give us some examples of how relaunchers have answered questions that you or your recruiters ask, which you viewed as great answers? Absolutely. One specific example I can think of that I was just talking about with my recruiter last week is uh, when a proposed, um, a prospective candidate is asked to describe their project work, they really are able to clearly state the project Uh, such as the reason why the project was started, identifying the steps and the expertise that they provided to guide that project, and then really what was the completion and the results. I can't tell you how many times I've been in interviews, whether it's new candidates, refreshed candidates, or even relaunchers where we've had to ask the results. And I think that's a key piece when we think about advice I would give anyone, but again, in those relaunchers that have to think about what were the what were the results and the output? And it doesn't necessarily have to be something so specific, like I saved a million dollars of the PTO budget. But really, hey, this this uh, program went off without a hitch. We were successful in sticking to our goals of our budget and achieving attendance of 150 people at the charity event or something like that. So definitely continue to demonstrate your uh, situation, task, action, and that key end piece of results. Going back to your reference to star stories, how important is it to have quantifiable versus non-quantifiable results as part of that answer? Yes, absolutely. I would say, and this is a little too pronged, Cheryl, I would say when we're looking at resumes and we're looking at individuals' resumes, whether they're returners or experienced hires, we look at them and we look to see results on that resume as well. And I think the opportunity that an interview provides is to add some color commentary to those quantifiable results that we've seen. So if you tell us an amazing story about a time where you led a program and you were talking with you know a variety of different people with different goals in mind and you were able to bring them together and communicate and collaborate and at the end of the day the program was successful because you were able to keep it on track and launch it on the day you're expected. That's great. That is not necessarily saying that the project, again, saved a significant number of money or you were able to cut costs, but you were able to connect, collaborate, and really work together with a group of people that uh, had a different um, mindset or opinions throughout the project. We encourage applicants to prepare for their interviews by preparing specific questions. They're the standards. Tell us about yourself. Why are you interested in this role? What can you bring to the firm? What kinds of questions do you ask during the interview process? Yep, we talk a lot about the credo as well, as I mentioned earlier. 
credo is extremely important to J&J. So first and foremost, understanding how the credo impacts you and your life and us here at J&J and ensuring that that is a good fit. I would say specific questions that we ask as it relates to your experiences and the previous skills related to the position you're applying for. We talk about, um, for example, what two big wins you've had in your career that you would like to share, as well as simple questions like, what do you see are your strengths? Or why are you interested in this role? And why are you interested in Johnson & Johnson? If you're asking the strengths question during an interview, do you also ask the weakness question? Well, I would say, Cheryl, no one has a set weakness. We call it an opportunity for improvement, first and foremost. We would say that those opportunities, you know, how do you recognize that you do have an opportunity and that you can then grow that opportunity into a strength as, as through your career here at J&J? So we do ask a similar type question, but really it's in the sense of you recognize and acknowledge yourself well enough to know where you can have that opportunity to learn and grow and develop more than you've had in the past. What are you looking for when you ask that question? Is it evidence of self-awareness? Yes, Cheryl, the question was about understanding self-awareness, and I think that is huge, especially as we're looking at returners coming back to the workforce and understanding their goal in their career now, which may be different than it was before they took their career break. And so I believe that self-awareness is going to be a huge opportunity to bring your whole self to work to come to J&J. Is the best way to get a resume seen for Reignite to know someone inside J&J? No, the best way, Cheryl, is to apply through our J&J Reignite website, which you should have a link to directly from this podcast, I believe. And that's where we list our open positions. Or we also have the opportunity for your resume to be seen through our recruiter uh, through various channels like LinkedIn and our careers page. Liz, in our introductory conversation, you did a great job of telling me your background. I was struck by how you took seemingly disparate skill sets and experiences and translated those into transferable skills each step along the way. Could you please tell that story again? There are a few points I'd like to highlight for our audience. Of course, Cheryl. Thank you very much for that question. I certainly have a passion about talking about my career journey and how that could possibly help others and they can relate to it. So a little background about myself. I have been with J&J 11 years. 10 years of my experience here at this organization has been in our supply chain space. I started at J&J in 2007 as an intern in our procurement leadership development program. Once I completed my MBA, I started working full-time in our consumer organization, working uh, with our suppliers and our manufacturing sites to help build the best baby products we can. And it was an amazing experience. As someone who had worked five years previously to J&J at a startup health insurance company, I really enjoyed being able to work hands-on with a product that I could see develop in the suppliers that helped us develop those products. After about two years in that role, I realized I needed to learn and understand more about the broader supply chain, and I moved into the supply chain planning organization. I was still connected to the baby business, which I had a very close tie to because at that time I was pregnant with my first child, and I was able to really understand and learn about the planning organization and the needs to meet the demands of our customers. And I was really excited about that chance to be able to bring what I had learned from the procurement and the suppliers into the supply chain planning world. And so how do we make sure we're delivering the needs of our customers 
in the manner that they need to be completed. After about two years in that role, I moved into a role that was called New Product Innovation Project Management. And for me, I was able to tie, again, my procurement and my supply chain planning experiences into the new product innovation space. And I was able to really understand what it took to be uh, to create a product from ideation to concept to on the shelf at a c- customer like Walmart or Target. And I really, really love that role because we were able to work together with many different functions across J&J from marketing and sales and the chemists and the statisticians and the regulatory team and really bring together those experiences into a real product at the end of the day to the point where I would drag my kids and say, look, mommy made that product on the shelf. And so really product project management brought together, again, a lot of those experiences that I is able to enjoy and build upon from procurement and supply chain planning. And what I'd always done in the background as my extracurricular activities was I was always involved in an opportunity to volunteer or lead a credo team or be involved in talent development by mentoring. And those roles were able to allow me to do that, which is a great opportunity here at J&J because they really do believe and they want you to bring your whole self to work. So because I'm a new product innovation, it doesn't mean that I can't work on a project or be part of a program that helps mentor women or that helps grow our leaders of tomorrow. And through, through that opportunity and through those extracurriculars, I decided to work into more of a strategic space globally across our supply chain planning organization with a role that focused on our talent capabilities. So while I still was under the supply chain umbrella, my role was able to really focus a bit more on how do we grow the capabilities of our supply chain planning organization across our three businesses. And I worked in that role for three years and it was amazing. It allowed me to really bring to forefront that passion and dedication I felt for talent and for growth and for leadership. And through that role, I was able to discover Reignite. And that's when I really took a big turn and a big chance here and moved out of the supply chain space after 10 years and moved into our talent acquisition human resources organization to really bring to life the vision and the bold that we have for Reignite. I appreciate your spending time telling us your background. You highlighted skills that were transferable each step along the way, which led logically to the next step. And what's most important, I found, is that you transitioned to your next role while still in that role that you discussed for three years. Could you please tell us what steps you took when you were in that position that allowed you to expand your scope and thereby prepare yourself for the next role? Absolutely. So while I was in that new product project management role, I really was able to hone in and create more of a focus on where my passions lied. And I was able to really work with my mentors, which I feel are a huge asset. And certainly all of our returners receive mentors as well through the program. And that I definitely leverage throughout my career and continue to do so to say, I really like this. I really love talent. I don't manage a team today because my role is an individual contributor role, but I really would love to help ensure that I am driving the talent in J&J and helping be a mentor, but beyond that and really shape and drive those opportunities. And so as I was speaking with a mentor of mine, she was talking about an initiative that she was working on to help with a leadership program where she was going to shape and drive uh, an opportunity for our managers to have a development week of trainings and sessions and asked if I wanted to help her out. 
And so one of the key tips I would certainly provide uh, to our returners is have conversations. Don't be afraid to say what interests you and be willing to take on a project. You may feel that you have uh, been a workload that is way too heavy for you, but you may say, "I but I really like to do X or I'd like to learn more about that. And that is one of the great things about an organization like J&J and the opportunity to bring our whole selves to work is that they do grant you that space to uh, excite and experiment and see what you really want to do. Because if I didn't have that chance, that was now five years ago to dip my toe in the water of talent, then I wouldn't be here necessarily in the reignite role. And everyone here is so encouraging to help you understand and figure out what that best self means. And it's not always a straight line and it's not always going to be that path that you may have thought it was five years ago. And that's okay. Everyone is open to that and helping you along that journey. Liz, Early on, we discussed the issue of fitness for a role and the steps that an applicant can take to determine whether or not a role is fit for them. We find that relaunchers are often hesitant to delve into these issues for fear that it may be disqualifying or that they may come across as being uh, choosy beggars, as it were. Could you give us an idea of the kinds of questions that you think are appropriate for candidates to ask to determine fitness for a role or for a particular firm? Cheryl, I think it is great that you've asked this follow-up question because I do feel it is very important. And I feel that an organization like Johnson & Johnson absolutely allows individuals to grow and bring their whole selves to work. And I think through the interview process, in order to determine if that is a good fit for you, whether you're applying um, as a returner or not, it's really doing your homework, like you said earlier, spending some time within that organization and finding someone that that works here. You know, we always say that referrals are a huge part of how we find our candidates here. And so having a friend or knowing someone that's connected on LinkedIn that you can talk to about the culture, it may not be the exact role or the exact department, but then you could talk to that person. I guarantee you, at least here in my experience of 11 years at J&J, Everyone loves talking about the pride they have in this organization and how we are bringing the best healthcare around the world to millions of people, billions of people actually a day. And so I guarantee you that talking to someone will help you and help that returner understand more about the organization. And as you talk about the specific role, I think it's really important to notice to note that our returnship is four months and really understanding if that role is a good fit and understanding if the opportunity in that specific space will work. I think that will help work itself out as you work through those four months as well. So I've been at J&J 11 years. And as I said, I've had many roles. I've had five roles now at this point. So you, when you come in and you commit to an organization or you commit to a role, it is not something that you have to feel that is your next 20 years doing that same thing. So I would say have the mindset of being understanding that this is flexible. And as you grow, the company is here to support you. And as you learn and understand different opportunities in the organization, you will be able to chart your own career and path. So as you're interviewing and you have those questions for the company, understand that this is something where you will have that opportunity to bring your whole self. And it doesn't have to be the self that you are today is going to be that exact self 10 years from now. Could you please tell us more about the Reignite program? Yes. First and foremost, we are guided by our credo, and we're committed to helping employees, families, and communities live well across their whole lives. And that's a common theme, Cheryl, 
that we are spiritual, mental, and physical and financial human beings. And we are enabling an engaged, purpose-driven workforce that improves health for humanity here at J&J. Rooted in this commitment, we have a long championed progressive workplace and policies that support families, from global parental leave to breast milk shipping and more. And what's really important, what I really would love our listeners to understand, that we in J&J here know and understand that in today's fast-paced, dynamic, and ever-changing world, work must adapt to keep up. And with Reignite, we're leaning into the future of work, where career breaks are not only expected, but applauded, and where agility, flexibility, and creativity will enable us to take on the biggest healthcare challenges of our time. The Reignite program is an opportunity to connect with individuals that have left the workforce and that have left their STEM field and want to come back. And we welcome them. We welcome their experiences. We welcome their passion. And we welcome all of those learnings that they have had, whether it's through their career or through their career break. And we want them to know that J&J is a place for them. How often is it offered? Our program is currently offered twice a year, a fall cohort and a spring cohort. We're actually currently recruiting for our fall cohort. So please take a look on our careers website for more information on our current openings. And then we will be posting openings for our spring 2020 cohort in uh, the January timeframe. How large is the cohort? And our cohort size actually is varied. We are looking to really expand this program, and we have this fantastic support of our leadership all the way from the top with Kathy Wangle, our chief supply chain officer, and all of her senior leadership. So there is no doubt in my mind that the Reignite program is going to continue to grow and expand, not only here in the U.S., but globally as well. STEM programs are usually highly technical. Which degrees do you require? Yes. So generally, we like to see resumes with about a few years of work experience in the fields of engineering, which could be in the design, development, quality, and process space, supply chain, logistics, or scientific degrees, depending on the position. But as I said earlier, all of our openings are currently on our website. So please take a look because it does run a variety of different experiences that we're looking for. What advice would you have for relaunchers who are vacillating whether they have the appropriate skills to join the program. I would say if a relauncher is considering applying to our program, they certainly have that opportunity to throw their hat in the ring and really give it a shot. I am a firm believer that everyone has the abilities and the learning agility they need to be successful. They just need the confidence to take that next step. And we at J&J understand that. And we certainly encourage folks to apply, even if they're not 100% sure that this is their right next step. Have them apply, meet with a recruiter, and have the conversation. There is no harm in that. And we understand specifically the needs of the relaunchers and the challenges that they may face trying to come back to the workforce. We have successfully brought in 16 relaunchers here in the U.S. and in Ireland and understand those needs and continue to learn every day. So through our Reignite program, we encourage all sorts of individuals to apply and give it a shot. And then we'll continue to coach and provide those resources needed. What are the eligibility requirements for the program? Yes, that is very simple, Cheryl. 
The only requirements that we have from a Returnship Reignite perspective is a career break of at least two years. All of the other requirements for the role are specific to the needs of that specific role. So for example, if we have an engineering role open for a Returnship, that would mean they may need a degree in engineering and three to four years experience in design engineering, for example. So we encourage everyone to take a look at our website and see the offerings that they have and read through those requirements because they're not all going to be the same. This isn't a program where it's the one role and everyone does the same job. Everyone will have an opportunity to work in a role that's the right fit for them. How many successful candidates from your program have you retained as full-time staff? I am happy to say that J&J has a 100% conversion rate uh, with six relaunchers, three who came in through our pilots, two that came through our Ireland location, and one that's in our uh, Indiana location as well. And the six relaunchers that have successfully gone through the returnship and were hired through J&J have been progressively increasing since the program piloted in 2017. And we're looking for even double that amount by the end of this year and continue to grow in 2020. Are the opportunities in the program only in New Jersey or are they across the United States? So actually, our roles are all across the country. We have openings now in Juarez, Mexico, as well as in Ireland and Puerto Rico. And in the U.S., our locations are in Cincinnati, Warsaw, Indiana, Jacksonville, Florida, and New Jersey. So all over the country for folks that are listening. The final question is one that we ask of all of our podcast guests. What is the best advice you have for our relauncher audience even if it's something that we've already discussed today? Thank you for that question. So my best piece of advice for the relauncher audience listening today is to have confidence in yourself. You are strong, you are passionate, and you are a great example to yourself and your family of someone who can take this next step. An organization like J&J is open and willing to bringing all of you and your best self to work, and we want to have you here. So don't hesitate to consider an organization like J&J for your next step in your life and your career. Liz, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. And Cheryl, I will be attending that conference in New York City, so I am looking forward to hopefully meeting some of the listeners at Columbia. Before we leave, how can people find out more about the Reignite program? Cheryl, your listeners today can learn more about the Reignite program on our website, www.careers.jnj dot com slash re dash ignite. Thank you for listening to 321i Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. I'm Cheryl McGee Wallace, your host. For more information on iRelaunch, please go to iRelaunch.com. And if you like the podcast, be sure to rate it on iTunes and your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to share this podcast with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, and other social media. Thank you for joining us.